Welcome to Embrace the Musica, where we're going to dig into the raw, vulnerable, tough, and beautiful pieces of this journey called life. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru, and we met salsa dancing 10 years ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today raising two lovely tricultural kids. We speak more Spanish than English in our home and do a lot of salsa dancing in the kitchen. Embrace la Musica is going to be a place where we talk about what it's like being married to someone from a completely different culture, living in a place that neither of us grew up in, being a working mom, constantly fighting or accepting cultural norms, and all the things that keep us afloat, which includes a lot of heart and humility. So let's embrace the Musica today. It's episode nine this week, and I don't know if this is happening to anybody else, but it seems like forever since we started staying home. Life before COVID and quarantine seems so far away. The notion that we could actually freely go about the city, meet up with our friends, spend an afternoon at a park. So many things I'm missing about pre-COVID life. And this week on my blog, I wrote about how interesting it is to look back on past blog posts and podcast episodes as it feels like it's sort of a pandemic journal or diary of the ups and downs and how we're doing. I feel like someday there could definitely be a show called Pandemic Diaries. Because seriously, today is day 45 of staying home, and there's so many emotions all over the place. Even when I look back on episode 4, Looking for the Bright Side of Embrace the Musica, that was already over a month ago, and we were only a couple weeks into our new reality and had no idea, and still have no idea, what is coming next. All that to say, I've always been someone who loves to write. I have notebooks at my parents' house filled with journals and thoughts since I was a preteen and dealing with all those emotions and drama of those young years. Some are definitely not worth reading, to be honest, because I really don't want to relive all of those years or emotions. My more recent piles of notebooks and journals are something I like looking through from time to time. It reminds me of what I've been through before and how I know life can change quickly and reminding myself that I'm not in control a lot of the time. You see, something significant happened in my life one year ago. It was a total surprise to me and the other eight people it affected. It literally happened in moments and we had no idea it was coming. I was actually on a family staycation for our spring break, which thinking about that now in today's circumstances, it seems super ironic to think a year ago we coveted the idea of staying home and doing nothing for a week. But even though I was on vacation and I had zero work appointments or meetings that week, I got called into a special meeting with a CEO, and I definitely knew something was up at that point. I mean, what was so important that he had to email my personal Gmail account and ask for a Wednesday afternoon meeting? And in that 1 p.m. shocker of a meeting, I was told the words that nobody wants to hear. I'm sorry, we have to let you go. I was getting let go from the place that had felt like my dream job for three and a half years, from the company that I left the classroom for to travel, inspire, speak, learn, and teach teachers all around the world. My world at that moment was literally turned upside down in a mere 15 seconds. 
I was told I was being let go from the company that I had worked my ass off for years trying to help with different programs and initiatives and with ideas, giving early mornings, late nights, and really truly believing in the company and that it was worth investing my time in. I was devastated in that moment. I turned my camera off, I cried, but there was nothing I could do. And in that moment, I realized how little control I had over my life because it seemed that everything I had been working on and working towards was suddenly thrown to the side. It was discounted and it was unappreciated. In those 15 seconds, it took my boss to say, we have to let you go. Of course, he had other things to say after that, but who really listens to someone trying to put a band-aid on a wound they just created? And I've thought about that moment, that feeling of rejection, that pain, the surprise, the anger, all of the emotions that suddenly surged in that moment. I've been thinking about that for a while now. And I know that the other eight people let go that day and the rest of the employees let go later on in the calendar year We've all had a lot to reflect on and think about as we take steps to recreate our lives after losing something we'd worked on for years. And in my case, yes, I know I got lucky because I was given a local job in Mexico. And even so, there is something to be said about feeling like it wasn't my choice to quit what I was doing and to be given a new set of responsibilities in a new role. I don't know if that makes sense. But I want to be clear, I, there, in no way am I not grateful. On the contrary, I'm so thankful that I am where I am today, even though I didn't want to be where I am a year ago. Because to be honest, I didn't like taking a pay cut. I didn't like my regional or local bus rides. I didn't like that I suddenly started working primarily in Spanish. Yet at the same time, I was thankful that I could do all of that and I could still be okay. I missed a lot of my former role and responsibilities and my former team and projects. Yet now, a year later, in the middle of a global pandemic that restricts international travel and face-to-face events, I am so thankful that I am in a job where I can spend my days virtually training teachers remotely and putting on live webinars with an international team around Latin America and truly feel like I am making a difference as all teachers have been thrown into online teaching with little or no experience on top of dealing with their own potential crisis within their own home, personal finances, mental health, you name it. Working virtually with little kids around is no joke. I know that my kids have seen way too much Netflix in the last 45 days, but some of this is honestly just survival. And the point is, that's what we're all doing. None of us knew this was coming our way. It caught us all by surprise. And you know what? Life is going to do that from time to time. We're going to feel rejection. People are going to let us down. What we placed our security in one day, it may very well change the next day. I mean, we're all feeling that today, right? I can't be the only one not grieving the freedom to run outside as we're on mandatory lockdown, but missing the ability I had to quote unquote plan my future 
and to make plans to have something to look forward to and work towards. I know in a sense that it's not all gone. Obviously, there's a future there somewhere. It's going to look different as we are all coming to terms as scientists and doctors continue to study the way this virus is spreading and mutating along the way. As I've been reflecting on that turning point in my career exactly one year ago, I know that someday we'll be reflecting on this pandemic and the ways that it changed our life for better or worse. We don't know what's going to happen, and I hate that. I love a good plan. As a teacher, I loved making lesson plans. As a mom and a wife, as a person, I love making our vacation and flight plans for the year, figuring out which beaches we're going to visit, and saving up our money so that we can visit our family back in the States or Peru. A year ago, I totally thought I had my career plan set. Turns out I did not. It took a turn, and as I wrote in my journal last year, it felt like the rug was taken out from under me. I felt lost, yet thankful. I felt disappointed, yet I knew I was going to somehow be okay. And I guess that's kind of how I feel now. There are days I feel so lost at sea. I'm just barely keeping my head above the raging water dealing with my home office and my two co-workers under five who demand a lot of my attention and energy. And I'm trying to make it appear like I have it under control when I'm live for a few hours each day on webinars and training teachers. But really, I have kids running behind me or knocking on my door or trying to get my attention because it's all part of life. But then there's moments when I'm thinking, I totally got this. I can do this. Life is great. We are safe. We are happy. We are healthy. We're all at home. And then the next moment I realize, shoot, we haven't done any of the schoolwork for kindergarten that they sent us. And so I quickly throw together some cardboard, some markers and tape and say, be creative. But I've said it again and again. We are all doing the best we can. We are all trying to keep our kids alive. We are all trying to keep our jobs. We are trying to keep our houses clean enough, make sure there's something for dinner. We're trying to be creative with self-care and mental health. Whether that means we're talking with our friends on Zoom and Meet, we're working out when we can fit it in. We're all doing the best we can, and I've been reminded this week that I have to let go of some of my expectations. And in the middle of this, I can't help but think how much this came as a surprise to us. Just as a year ago, when I got let go, and I felt like my dreams were destroyed in that moment. But I realize now that sometimes we need to let go ourselves to embrace the chaos and accept the new challenges. At least I can say that now in retrospect, what I, what I experienced a year ago, had I not been let go, I wouldn't have grown as a presenter in Latin America. I wouldn't have been pushed to give keynotes and speeches in Spanish. I wouldn't have been stretched as much with my skills as I have this last year. I would, would not have been part of a company that is growing and providing coaching to so many teachers across Latin America. But I may not have had the courage to invest more in my dreams as I realized I do have so many dreams for my life that I had put on hold thinking I was already in my dream job. 
And it's almost funny now thinking about that and saying that, but I, I did hold myself back in so many ways. I was afraid to step up and be who I want to be. And I needed to be let go to realize that I can do more. I can want more and I can dream more. This podcast, the blog, my writing, they all had a rebirth after I got let go from my job. This passion to invest in expat women, others who are living in countries they didn't grow up in, or married to someone from another culture, this was all given wings when I was let go from something I tried to hold on to. And I know a lot of this may sound out there, or may sound super personal to me, but it's funny looking back, and it's funny looking at what has been of 2020 so far, and reading posts in retrospect, like the one I wrote on January 26, 2020, when I wrote a post about trusting my limits and saying no to more and yes to less. And it's almost laughable thinking about it today, because at that time, we had no idea a global pandemic would sweep the world into our homes and cancel so many of the activities, events, parties, and all the things that I would always fill my days with. And as I've confessed, these days aren't easy. There's a reason I love Saturdays and Sundays right now. It takes the pressure off of me so I don't have to get any work done and I can spend time with my kids and not feel guilty about it. I can relax on the weekends. Yes, we're still home. No, we don't have any plans, but that's the whole point. There's nothing I need to do on the weekend except keeping us healthy and happy. And quite honestly, that's enough these days. I hope that once we return to normal life, whatever that may look like, that we remember the things we want to hold on to and we let go of the things that don't matter. Even though we were thrown into these new circumstances without a choice, sometimes that's what you need to truly realize what you want. Or at least that's how I'm choosing to see it as I look back on my year since getting let go. So if you liked today's episode, please share with your friends, like, subscribe to this podcast so that we can keep learning together. And until next time, with heart and humility, embrace the musica.